You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What is going on, football fans, Bills fans? This is the, I don't even know how to come into this show this time, Sterles. This is one of those shows where um, all week I haven't felt like talking about football. But now we are back. We are back after having some good news about my man, Damar Hamlin. Um, I guess that's how we can start it. We can start the show off talking about uh, what we experienced as Bills fans. Um, and well, no, not even us first. What Demar Hamlin experienced, then what the team experienced, how it was handled, how we dealt with it, how you dealt with it, and then um, now the good news, and then we can kind of get into the weekend, see how you feel about the game. So, first, man, what was your thoughts about? You know, how did you react, or, or just really, what do you what do you want to say about what happened Monday night to Demar Hamlin? Man, it's a it's an unfortunate situation to see anybody uh, go down like that. Um, you know. I mean, I was excited for this game like everybody else. And to see uh, him laying on the field like that and my son sitting next to me crying and, man, it just goes to show, like, how uh, precious life is, man. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I'll, although, you know, we know DeMar Hamlin is, is on his road to recovery. But, man, in those moments, you just never know. Um, but if there's any team – uh, or any fan base that it could happen to. I'm glad it it was us because I feel like we have the best and strongest fan base in the league. You know, when when tragedies and things like this happens, although be unfortunate, you know, uh, Bill's Mafia is second to none when it comes to rallying around uh, a crisis or situation or someone's misfortune. So, man, kudos to the the training staff and uh, Cincinnati Hospital and, and the cl- man, the Bengals they were super classy, man, through the whole mm-hmm. thing. You know, it just man, it just makes you feel good inside knowing that, like, you know, it's a it's a real community, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, shout out to Demar Hamlin and his family, man. I hope he makes a, a recovery. You know, um, one of the things you said there, you were talking about how the fan base, um, is one of those we're, we're the fan base that gets through. A lot of like this year alone, mm-hmm. um, just everything that the city has gone through. And I mean, and you can just kind of go back and reverse. So we talk about Hamlin uh, this morning. We found out that last week um, Murph had a had a stroke as well. Then you go back a week prior to that and you talk about the snowstorm where today I read an update that now it's up to 44 people that died mm-hmm. in the blizzard. Uh, then you go back before that. And, the, you know, like I can just keep going back all the way to last May. Uh, with everything that happened on the east side at Tops. And and it just seems like Buffalo as a community, man, throughout all of the stuff that we have talked about in the past, like Buffalo is still one of the highest segregated cities in the country. And that's a fact. That's not me saying that as a, you know, like that's not my opinion. It's something that that's factual. But when things like this happen, we don't feel segregated. We come together and it's, mm. it's unified. Um, and one of the things that, that I loved so much about this week is that the NFL – the NHL, the NBA, like you were just seeing love from everywhere for one purpose to all pray for DeMar's health and for him to get better. So, you know, it just, it encourages you, but then sometimes it also annoys you a bit like, man, why can't we just live like this? 
Mm. You know, like, why can't we just be unified and enjoy each other and love each other and treat everybody? I say it every week on the Code of Conduct, man. At the, when, I, when I end the show, take care of each other, love each other, and live in peace. And it seems like, you know, tragedy has to happen for us to get to that point to where we're doing that consistently. But this week was a great example of showing that all of the, the boundaries we're able to cross them without, without the issue. So racism, sexism, all that stuff, we're able to do things. I don't know. I just, I just feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I'm, I'm agreeing with what you're saying. I just, I just hope that this is an example that we can move forward on and people can say, this is how we can live going forward. You know what I mean? But um, how do you feel about the way it was handled with Sean McDermott and um, you know, just, just everybody, Sean McDermott, Zach Taylor, everybody. Man, you know, I'll say this. I never really uh, rely or expect the NFL to handle things well when it comes to things like this nature. But what I am proud of, and say what you want about, you know, there's a lot of haters of Sean McDermott in terms of, like, the way he coaches and stuff, and I'm not one of them. But when it comes to leadership, he's he's right. He He's a top dog in this game. He, you know, he's one of the top five leaders of men, I, in my opinion, in this league. And I felt like, you know, both these coaches handled it really well. And, and I, I, the thing that like really struck home the most to me is that like you saw like the pain on both sides, like not only just the Bills players, but the Bengals players, you know, man. And that's just, you know, that's love, man. That's all love. And, and so the fact that they were able to, before the league said anything, they were able to get together and say, hey, you know, we're, I don't want to play this game. You don't want to play this game. You know, I think it's best that we, uh, you know, be be who we say we are and take care of our players And because we're people first, not football first, regardless of the betting lines, regardless of what's at stake, but we're people first and families matter. And the Bills have been preaching that ever since Sean McDermott has been here. And this is a testament to, uh, you know, like I said, you know, if this was going to happen to any fan base, man, I, I'm not that I'm thankful, but I'm happy that we have the infrastructure to to withstand uh, something of that magnitude. Yeah, yeah. And and I tell you what, if I wasn't a fan, I was a fan prior to it. But if I wasn't a fan of Cincinnati as an organization, of uh, Zach Taylor as a coach, as Joe Burrow as a quarterback and a man, listen, they have a fan mm-hmm. in me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I've always I've always respected the franchise and I've respected those guys. But, you know, after seeing the way that they handled this and the way they're talking right now, I know we're going to talk about this in a little bit. There's some displeasure in that fan base. And, and even with the players, we saw Joe Mixon tweet out how he's not happy about the way the NFL is handling uh, the seating and, and the playoffs picture right now. We're going to talk about that. But but before we get to that and before we get to anybody else being unhappy, um, I do just want to say, like, you know, it was it's a beautiful way um, or a beautiful display of how the fans, the organization, just everybody came together. Everybody I talked to who was in Cincinnati said, like, you know, it was quiet. People were praying together from both sides. Um, Bengals fans were were consoling Bills fans. Um, they were praying with Bills fans. You saw the way that the teams um, supported each other. Joe Burrow came over to Josh. You saw the pictures and the images. Yeah. Um, and I, so, again, I just want to want to say, you know, it's an example of how I feel like we should be as a people in the country in general. I get it. Sometimes we have different political views, religious views, um, just views in all types of different ways. We have differences. But what it comes down to is for me is like, man, at the end of the day, you're a person. And I want what's best for you. You know what I mean? And I just I just still don't understand how to some degree we have the opportunity in this country to live and walk around with hate in our heart. Like it just don't it don't make sense to me. So um, moving forward from that, um, we we see the recovery. We see how um, the good news is coming in that, you know, the first first, you know, he opened his eyes. That was a, a sign of a great sign. Then yeah. um, it talked about how he, he was able to, to squeeze people's hands, his family members and uh, certain people like that. And then now the tube came out, he's able to breathe on his own. He can speak. He was calling, he called the team on FaceTime. Um, it was the best news I got all week. I've been having trouble sleeping. I've been having trouble. Like really I've, I've been that bothered. And, and to see this man, it gave me a burst of energy. I'm motivated. Yeah. I hope the team is motivated. What was your reaction when you were like throughout the week, as you kind of got all the news and then up till today, uh, hearing about him, you know, being able to FaceTime the team and he gave the team like the, 
You know what I mean? He gave him the he flexed on him and gave him the heart. You know what he you know is the Demar Hamlin thing that he does. Um, yeah. How how did you just talk, just speak on how you felt about all of it? Yeah, man. You know, I'll be honest. The first thing I, I my reaction was praise God because without him, you know, none of that's possible, man. Uh, you know, regardless of what people believe, you know, uh, I just feel like it was it was a it was a bolt of energy, dog. Like I felt so damn good. I ain't gonna lie. Like. You know, you don't even think about football. You know, you just think, man, is this dude going to be okay? What's his quality of life going to be like moving forward? And and then, you know, thankfulness comes because, you know, you're thankful for the training staff. You're thankful that they were able to resuscitate this man, um, you know, on the field. You know, you know, stories coming out later saying that, you know, he he was gone, you know, And, and and, you know, it just I always feel like, you know, Things things have the ability to work out for to the glory, you know, of God. And um, I'm just happy that he's able to talk and and communicate with the team, you know, uh, and his his mom. I thought about his mom a lot because that's her baby, you know, his family members, you know. And and I don't and I don't you know, in the black community, like mama's everything, bro. Like, you know, what I'm saying like that's the rock of the family. And so, you know, her baby's going to live another day. He's going to be okay. Uh, so, you know, all the, like I said, man, all the, all the love goes out to the Hamlin family and, and hope he, uh, makes a full recovery. Yeah. And, and, you know, and that's the good news that we kind of got after that as well, um, is that it's kind of expected now. Now he's not out of the woods, mm-hmm. but, um, from a couple different, a couple different things that I've seen is that it's, he's fully expected to make a, a full recovery. So, yeah. um, now whether we see him play football again, I don't know. Uh, to me, it doesn't matter if he makes, you know, if he makes that type of recovery. I'm just happy that the dude has his life. He has a long life to live. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then, I mean, just think about the blessing that happened around the country, man. Like he, he had a goal for his his toy, um, his toy drive for twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah. Man, it's over eight million dollars right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, hey, man, amazing. look, dog, just just think about this, man. Like the money that was raised for this dude's toy drive. Like, do you know how many? I was one of these kids, man, that didn't have anything growing up. Mm-hmm. It was you, you were, you know what I'm saying? Like, we resonate with this, man. And like, you know, the there's kids out there that are gonna be blessed because of people's generosity. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I know gifts and everything, you know, that's not the reason for Christmas, but it's part of it. And uh, dude, I get choked up thinking about that, man. That like something of a, a tragedy like that. A lot of people are going to be blessed because of that. That's dope to me. That's yeah. real dope. Yeah, and 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 I'm agreeing with you because you know coming up. So when I was a kid, like we had a not a huge family, but for for our side, for where I grew up, it was a big family. We lived in a house that wasn't that big, and so like you know, me and my brother split a room, my sister split a room, and it wasn't like we had room room. You know what I mean? And Christmas was kind of like, okay, we get a big gift for everybody. Like it's a big gift in general. And so then to, to, to understand, like there's families out there that has to like, Hey, okay, we can buy one gift for the household and then little gifts here and there for you. But it's not like a a special Christmas. And then, you know, the fact that he's going to be able to, and I'm sure it's going to be more than toys at this point because um, they've kind of converted it to, to also help out the charity and his foundation. So I'm sure he's going to do more with it than buy toys, but, you know, whatever he chooses to do, however, I know his mother has a daycare, I believe. So just just the way that they can help their community and yeah. the way that they can help, man, I just I think it's beautiful. Again, how everybody came together with unity. You know, we saw people from other teams that typically, you know, on a day to day basis, we probably talk stuff about, you know, what I mean, I talk I talk bad. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you, you talk about the Patriots and I get at them. Patriots, yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Uh-huh, but yeah. in the midst of all of this, man, you see Robert Kraft donating and you see uh, Rob Gronkowski. First of all, did you see Gronk's donation? Yeah, man. The dude, first of all, is, he he's staying true to character with that 69. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, shout out to Gronk. <laughs> shout out to Gronk. But, but man, it's just it's just amazing, and, it, and it's great to see how everybody came together. And, and then, um, you know, just it, it's beautiful. I can't wait to. I'm sure he already knows at this point, but I hope it's document. If he's not in, if if physically, if he doesn't look bad, you know what I mean, and, and they're able to show it, I, I hope that they share the moment that he realized, like, man, 
eight million dollars. You know what I mean? Like I just I just Bro. would like to see that moment. Yeah. Uh, shout out to John Herring. He said, "Can we divert some of that eight million to the homeless? We can't do anything. Um, it is it, going to his charity. Uh, I'm sure. You know, Demar Demar is that kind of guy that he he does things out of love. So I'm sure in his community, if it's if it's homelessness, if it's um just poverty in general or food, I, I'm sure the money is going to go somewhere um proper. Yeah. Uh, Sarah says that it supports toy drives, back to school drives, sports camps, etc. He's going to be able to do a whole lot more than that. But but yeah, th that's that's the the essence of what his charity and foundation supports. So um, you got any more thoughts on on Demar? Like I said, I, I haven't wanted to talk football at all all week until yeah. I kind of got some good news. Now I'm like, oh, let's let's talk some football. But do you have anything else you want to add to that no, before we move on? I just want to say that you know Demar was doing those things before all this took place. He was already giving back to his community hardcore. So uh, what what a what a great testimony it is that you know now you know all that's multiplied now. So. You know, I, I just I just want to see people blessed. You know, I love it when athletes with their platform use it for good. And DeMar was using his platform technically when he had nothing little. Right. Mm -hmm. And now he's going to use that platform when he has a lot. So, man, kudos to him. Kudos to to the character and, and his parents raising him and the man he is, dude. I'm, I'm just I'm just happy, man. I'm just happy. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. So let's let's move on. Um, let's let's talk a little bit of football now. Like I, I feel like a, a weight and a burden has been lifted. And now yeah. I can actually talk about football and look forward to the weekend. I didn't even want to like, you know, every week I always do my article and um, like I do the articles about, you know, the, 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 the picks, my game picks. I do the, the pregame rumblings. I do all of that stuff. And I just wasn't in the mood to do it at all. Like not even one bit. And and after this, I did the articles for tomorrow. I still got to finish them for Sunday. But man, let's talk some football. Let's, let's do it, football. dog. Let's do it. Cause I haven't even thought about football, you know, much of anything the past few days since all this happened. Okay. Well, so we'll, before we get to the actual game part of the fo uh, football, we're going to talk about now since because because this happened the way the game was canceled right so it was a no contest it wasn't a tie it was just like a no contest so now when you're talking about playoffs and you're talking about um just this whole situation it turned it got really really weird um it, the league has announced that basically is going to be like so if the chiefs and the bills both win this weekend um then if they meet in the afc championship it'll be played at a neutral site so it won't mm -hmm. be in buffalo it won't be, so in essence if you look at it that way, both teams technically will have the number one seed. And there's other scenarios as well where, like, the Chiefs fans feels like they were shorted. You got um, – I think Baltimore fans should feel a little slighted right now uh, because technically they would have had an opportunity this weekend to win the AFC North. Now that's just out of it. That's just out of it. Um, as far as that – <clears throat> that neutral location uh indy said no i think i read the article and i could be wrong in what i'm reading i feel like they said that it was already booked and uh there was no vacancy in the hotels for the city so that's why they said no but you know for me i'm thinking you know come on out to, to glendale you know what i'm saying like we already go yeah, you know i mean just come on out to glendale no, no, that's saying. what boys <laughs> is ready for but how do you feel about the way the playoff the, the nfl handled the playoff situation I think they did a really good job. Like those were some scenarios that I didn't even consider myself, you know? Um, so I think, you know, for the bills, it works out great because I'll be honest, as, as cool as it is to have an AFC championship home game, but let's be real. The weather was going to be, had the potential to be atrocious and that affects the team. So I'd rather play in a dome. I'd rather see them go out to Arizona and play or somewhere and uh, you know, do it right. You know, I, I feel like this, man. The Bills have been, uh, when it comes to, like, inclement weather, they've got the short end of the stick, bro. This whole season has been kind of crazy. Even last season in terms of weather has been, been kind of out of control. So I liked it. I, I really do like it. Um, yeah, I, I feel like if you're, if you're the Ravens, you're kind of salty a little bit. But then I say, but you haven't had Lamar Jackson either. So I don't feel bad for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, because mm -hmm. it, it's not like they had their best foot forward. But I understand, you know, the competitive nature of each player. But, I mean, you have many opportunities. Uh, I don't know how anybody could be mad right now. Like, what is there to be mad about? This is an unfortunate circumstance that took place. A dude 
almost lost his life. Like, why can't everybody just rally around and just go with the flow? I don't, I don't yeah. get it. Yeah, and and kind of that's where I'm at with it. It's like I get it as fans. You know, we gotta we gotta hype our team and we gotta hype our guys. So it's like, well, you know, I'm mad that we can <clears throat> rah rah rah. You know, like we gotta have something to to yeah, we gotta yeah. I'm but I'm like, look, Demar is safe, man. He's healthy. They're they're well, he's not healthy yet. He's not out the woods, but he's he's recovering. He has his life. Yeah. So man. for me, it's like, man, okay, if we lost, because apparently the Bills were comfortable with that because they said they didn't want to play the game and they agreed to it. The NFL didn't just come up with this out of right. thin air. Like, like both teams decided, you know, it, it might not be the best thing. Best, it might not be the best idea to play this game. They figured that out as teams. I'm not about to be mad, and I feel like the fan base shouldn't be mad. But then you have Joe Mixon <clears throat> coming out, you know, and he's kind of getting this whole thing started when it comes to to these Bengals fans. Man, he posted the the rule book, uh, a, a snip or a page from the rule book last night on Twitter, and he was talking about how. You know, well, there's already rules in place for something like this. So why are we doing something different? I just, I don't understand that the the, I, I don't get it. I don't under, like. I'm with you. How can you be mad, man? Like, first of all, y'all was gonna take that L to the Bills anyway. So Facts, really, this conversation, bro. I get it. Like, there's fans that saying, "Well, you guys were down seven to three. We we're gonna lose." I posted receipt after receipt after receipt today about how many games the Bills were down seven to three. We were down ten to six to the Bears. You know what I'm saying? We we ended up we started a game in Baltimore. The Baltimore Baltimore had us 20 to 3 at one point and we came back to win 23 to 20. I need y'all to miss me with these hypotheticals. Yeah. The Buffalo Bills were favored in that game. They had a 55.8% chance to win that game. Like I, I, <clears throat> now I get it. That means it's a 44.2% chance that the Bengals. Yeah. So what I'm saying is we don't know who would have won. That's why it's no contest. I just y'all miss me with these hypotheticals, man. Yeah, dog. It, I, I, I'm, I'm tired of hearing about Joe Mixon. He he been real mouthy lately, bro. Like, man. I'm gonna need him to stand down and, and shut the hell up. <laughs> I'm gonna be real, man. I'm not trying to hear what Joe Mixon has to say. Uh, now, if Joe Burrow said it, that'd be one thing. But Joe Mixon, bro, ain't nobody trying to hear what you got to say in y'all's 26 ranked Russian offense. And mind you, the touchdown, the touchdown that they did have was on a blown coverage from the safety position. So. Kill me, miss me with all that noise. Joe Mixon, just, just, I'm gonna need you to stay in your place and just play, dog. Cause I, I don't want to hear what you guys say about the Bills and your slander against our linebackers and what y'all gonna do. Cause if we go, if we see you again, I mean, it's all love, but when, when, them, when they strap up, bro, they gonna come for that ass. Hey, we hit, we strapped. And we talk, you know what Jordan said. I ain't got to repeat it. Yeah, you remember what my dog said. Um, so, so now, okay. So we talked about the playoff scenario and how everybody's kind of upset about it. Now let's move forward to it. So, so Cincinnati, before Cincinnati, we have the Kansas City Chiefs are going to Vegas. If they win, technically they they <clears throat> hold down that number one seed. If they lose, the Buffalo Bills can can take over that number one seed. Um, and I, I feel like if the Bills it still would be the same situation where it would be on a neutral site, but I feel like the bills technically would want that. So they would actually play like they would, they would try to beat the Patriots this Sunday. Um, let's talk about this chiefs game. Is Jared Stidham really that dude? Like what is happening? He, <laughs> he played against the best defense in the NFL last week. The best defense. Yeah. He came out and he made, he made Derek. Like I forgot about Derek Carr that quick. I was just like, Derek, who? Yeah, I mean, I think we forget that Jared Sidham has been in that system for quite some time, so he knows. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, hey, if he could keep that – I'm going to need him to keep that same energy that he had on Sunday and, and do it again this week because mm -hmm. uh, even though they lost, I feel like he played great. Uh, but the Chiefs are beatable. I mean, one thing I learned this, this year about the league is every team is beatable. I don't care who you are. You're beatable. So, yeah, there's a chance that the Raiders cannot Raider and win the damn game. So, uh, hey, I'm just I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to be watching that one like like real hard, dog. Oh, you know what? And, and forgive me, everybody. It's been it's, it's been a week. So I haven't um, we haven't been on air. We haven't done this. Uh, I just have to say that you are listening to this and watching this on the Buffalo Rumblings vidcast and podcast network presented by Picasso pizza. Yes, sir. Treat yourself to the most flavorful pizza on game day. Picasso's. We are pizza. Uh, we are Buffalo pizza shipping local and nationwide order online at PicassoPizza.net. Um, it, and 
I tell you, the thing that impressed me the most about what the Raiders did, and I know you're saying, like, if they don't Raider it and, and lose. <laughs> Do you dude, know what I'm talking about, though? <laughs> no, absolutely, man. Like, they lose the games that they just supposed to. They, I, I, don't, I, don't get, I don't get them. They're, they're the Bills from a few years ago where you feel like they have all the talent in, certain, in the right positions, like, you know, and we have a quarterback and we have – but they don't have the guy. They don't – like Derek Carr, he's good enough to be, I guess, serviceable. But, yo – Devontae Adams looked like Devontae Adams with that boy Stidham back there. I know Stidham had a couple interceptions, but, but man, man, how do you feel about that? And I feel like, I feel like, um, Josh Jacobs is going to be out. Uh, is that right? Um, like I said, I, I kind of tapped out from football. Uh, so I have to, I have to go research that, but dude, like Devontae Adams was balling last week. So when in doubt, throw to Adams every single time. That dude, he's filthy. He's filthy, man. Um, I feel like I, I'll make a score prediction. I feel like I feel like the Raiders, if they win, it's going to be like twenty-four to twenty-eight. Like I think both teams are going to get theirs on offense. You know, I think it's going to. Regardless, you know, I feel like you know the Raiders have stuff to play for. So do the Chiefs. You know, Raiders have pride, and and it's funny when teams have just pride to play for, they really do hand it. You know, they, they make these games competitive. Uh, so all we need the Raiders to do is just not Raider. If you, if you get it's a lead, Raider. just keep the pressure on them, bro. That's all you got to do is just keep the pressure on. Keep throwing the damn ball deep to Devontae that's, Adams. That's all. Don't, don't, don't play scared. That, that's all I need them to do. Do not play scared. And I tell you what, I was on a show last night. I was I did a guest spot, and, and they were um, they were hyping the Chiefs again. And I get it; they're thirteen and three. But one of the things that I brought up is that um, first of all, I think Patrick Mahomes is playing some of the best football of his career. So I, this is no disrespect to Patrick Mahomes, but I'm not as scared of of the Chiefs' offense or the team in general as I was. I understand that they're thirteen and three, but when you look at it, man, it, it, never before would you would you go into a chiefs game and think they would go to overtime with the Texans? You know what I'm saying? Like they're not, they're not the Texans. And I get it. Division football is tough, but they, they had two tough games against the Broncos, the Broncos this year. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, when you look at that, they're missing the speed that made that team so great. Tariq Hill going to Miami. I'm not saying that it hurt them because obviously they're three and 13. They're playing for the number one seed and all of this stuff. He's not the dude that like the offense isn't the same. Now, no. does this show that to me Andy Reid is a better coach than what most people thought? Yes. Does it show that that Patrick Mahomes is a talented quarterback and he can win even if you know what I'm saying? Like even if he doesn't have his his major weapons, he can find ways to win. Yes. So I'll give him that respect. But as an overall offense, I'm not afraid of that offense. Yeah. And I think the way the Bills won that game earlier in the season, I'm actually like Josh is like give me that team again. I'm not like, I'm I'm not afraid of the chiefs this year. And I feel like I always make the analogy about how, how the, uh, the bulls had to go through the pistons. I'm ready. Like, I think this is the year that when Jordan was like, nah, I'm a beef up too. Y'all want to beat me down when I come through the paint, let me beef up. And he put on some muscle and they went in there in, in that series against the pistons and Jordan did the damn thing. And I feel like now look, Josh is, he played injured most of the year. But he, Josh ain't, Josh ain't no slouch with this. Yeah. Hey, hey, you know what, man? It's very Buffalo for the, I I wouldn't be surprised if the Bills won the damn Super Bowl. It's very Buffalo. Like, you know, Buffalo is a a, a city where it's, it's lunch pail. We grind it. We get it out the mud, like tragedy, all the things that take place. Like I said, what, uh, what better of a franchise that happened to than the Bills? Like, this is this is the the me they needed the me against the world mentality and I think under the unfortunate circumstances of what's happened with Hamlin and and the whole season has been kind of crazy it's been very uh, it's just I, I can't put words to it but it's been strange for the Bills so I feel like they're gonna unify they're gonna be they're gonna be lasered in focused I think we're gonna see guys who typically don't make a, a big impact start to make an impact. We, we've started to see this with guys like James Cook already. I feel like, you know, people now, it's like people are going to sleep on the Bills from an outside perspective. 
but not Buffalo. Buffalo's gonna rally. Like they're gonna get theirs. Yo, wait a minute. Sorry to cut you off. I saw some stuff today that I never thought I would see. So now there's there's a portion of NFL Twitter or or really not even just Twitter because I, I I saw it also on Instagram where people were complaining. They're like, "Up, oh, might as well punch the ticket to the Super Bowl for Buffalo now." The NFL wants Josh Allen and Buffalo to win the Super Bowl, and I said, "Wait, what?" I have oh, never in the in the his, in, in my entire being I have never thought that I would hear a statement like oh the NFL wants the bill what come on man the bills don't generate enough money to get that that clout they don't. like we're not we're the we're the 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 kids with the the ratty stadium and and we <laughs> piss in urinals like like and we jump off tables like ain't nobody worried about the damn bills not from and we're not the darlings like I don't care we're not pretty no. enough we're grinding we're, we're gonna grind it out that's what we are and if I'm honest, because I, I actually I wrote about this earlier, you'll see it come out tomorrow for those of you who, who go on the website, buffalorumlands.com, and, and, and read the articles. I talked about how basically five weeks ago, the darling of the NFL for the AFC was the Miami Dolphins. You know what I mean? Like they everybody was talking about how the Miami Dolphins are the best team in the NFL. They beat the Bills when the Bills had 16 injuries and the yeah. Bills had guys go out with with heat exhaustion and all this other stuff. And it was it was the Dolphins. The bills weren't it, and I'll tell you what: the tragedy that the buff that the, the community of Buffalo has gone through since May. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just feel like it, it, it's been a forget. They haven't forgot. I'm not saying it's like they forgot about the victims and the shooting. I'm not saying it like they forgot about like I can name several things. I'm not saying that that people forgot about it, but for people that's not in Buffalo, it's not on the forefront of their minds anymore. So like people don't realize like this motivation and these things that the Buffalo Bills keep playing through. Like, dude, we aren't the darlings, but we have something to play for. We have something to win for. And and, and to me, this Hamlin thing, I'm trying to I'm trying to find the, the glass half full in this. So please don't anybody, please don't take offense to this. Nobody wants DeMar injured. Nobody wanted this to happen. But I feel like for this to happen right before the playoffs, it, it, it kind of refocuses the team to say, yo, we got something really to play for. We got somebody that we really need to win this for. So look. I feel bad for the Patriots this weekend. Yeah. Y'all the, y'all the first on the chop block. Yeah, man. Hey, and and, and not to get conspiracy theorists on here, but Uh-oh. the last time, the last time there was a team that experienced so much tragedy in the season, it was 2010, and it was the New Orleans Saints with Katrina. And they won the Super Bowl 31-17. And that whole season that, you know, that whole season was inspired for them. Like if, if, if we've seen wars won due to unfortunate circumstances, all I'm saying is this, is that like, what a what a great opportunity and what a great franchise it, we have to, to be able to rise to the occasion. I'm very interested to see how they react to all this stuff because I think it's a big momentum boost, man. They, to get that news that we got, mm-hmm. you know, it's a momentum boost. And shout out to John Murphy. Shout out to Kim Pagula and, and people who lost their life uh, from tops to the, the the storm. I mean, it's been like, my goodness, it's been crazy in Buffalo this year. So all I'm saying is, man, you better get your popcorn ready in the words of T.O., Get it ready because it's about to go down. So then, so then now let's bring this back around to um, let's talk a little bit about the Bengals now because okay. the Bengals are obviously upset about everything that's happening too. This weekend they go up against Baltimore again. Baltimore, I feel like Baltimore in a way felt they could feel slighted, but you know, if if the Chiefs don't, I mean, if if the Bengals don't win this game, because it probably again will be no Lamar Jackson. He hasn't practiced, I think, in thirteen practices. He mm-hmm. hasn't practiced. If the Bengals don't beat these dogs, like I mean, I wasn't scared of them anyway, and I'm not saying that to talk mess. I'm saying it like I feel like the Bills really got that squad this year. I wasn't scared of the Bengals anyway. If you can't come out and and, and beat the Lamar Jackson less Baltimore Ravens. Y'all really gonna see? I, I just need to see this happen. I just need to see this happen because Joe, because Joe, my man Charlie in the comments said that they already ruled Lamar out, so Lamar won't be playing. You can't right. beat the Lamar Jacksonless Baltimore Ravens. Are you kidding me? Yes. And going back to your boy running back for the Bengals, right? When he was talking about it's not like you know these linebackers are the Ravens linebackers. Like I hope, I hope 
that they come in there and be like, and they just shut it down. I hope Roquan Smith and them boys come in there and they shut the damn thing down. Shut him up all the way. I, even though he was giving praise to the Ravens linebackers, but I really hope that, that they, because of him, they get to eat their words on Sunday. You know, but and I took offense to it, but you already know how I feel about my guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? But because it's like when you when you make those type of statements, it's like, are you just are you just um, I, one of my favorite Jay Z lines about about rap? And he's like, "Do you fools listen to music or do you just skim through it?" Now I I know Joe Mix is a football player and I know he watches film, but it's like, are you really watching film or are you breaking the film down? Because this season, if you're gonna talk about Matt Milano and Tremaine Edmonds in any way other than a compliment, something is wrong with you. You're blind. Yeah. Now, are they perfect? No. As a team, have we missed tackles? Yes, but you ain't going to sit here and tell me that Matt Milano ain't having an all-pro type season. You're not going to tell me that Tremaine Edmonds isn't having the best season of his career. Miss me, bro. Miss me. And you talking about you he talking tough like he that dude, uh I'm sorry. What was he has he has less yards per carry this season than Zach Moss. Shout out to Zach Moss. I don't mean to take a shot at you. You just happened to get the bun of my joke this time. I'm sorry. I love you. But yeah. We all we all know how we feel about Zach Moss in Buffalo because of what he was unable to do. And you got less yards per carry than Zach Moss, and you gonna talk that talk like you are you are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Okay, Joe. Not Miller. Glass, I love you, Joe. Glass Joe. He glass yeah. Joe, dog. He glass Joe, bro. And don't throw stones when you got glass all around that way. Because you know what you. happens. You preach. know what happens. Now, let's get to you saying preach, Charlie saying preach. I'm a preach tonight. Y'all got the offering basket to pass around because <laughs> I'm ready for my speaker's offering. But no, let's let's get now. Let's get into this Bills game. Bills Patriots. Um, I feel like again, like I said earlier, the Bills have something to play for. They they got they want to win. Um, they and it's not just for the number one seed. I feel like they want to win for Demar. I feel like they're uh, motivated. They want to go into this game and they want to go into the playoffs with with momentum. It's pretty much a done deal that that there won't be a, a first round buy for us, which in a way I'm okay with. Um, I personally, I personally, I know everybody wants the, the first round buy. That's not why I wanted the number one seed. I wanted the number one seed. So we could have home field advantage if there was an AFC championship right, opportunity right, right. in Buffalo. But I, I'm not that guy because I, I feel like after the bye week, we come out a little rusty <laughs> and I don't like it. Um, what are your thoughts about this game going into this game? Condolences to the Patriots. Let me hear it. Yeah, I feel like uh, the Patriots haven't had an answer for Josh Allen since his rookie season. Uh, and I know they had a, a, a game against them in the in the win, the tsunami game, whatever you want to call it. Um, I feel like, you know, the Panthers do have Christian Barmore back, so that's going to present uh, some issues up front, I believe, because, you know, Christian Barmore is a really good defensive tackle, but we also have Mitch Morse coming back. Um, I feel like the Bills are in a much better place offensively in terms of balance. I feel like, you know, the Bills are going to be able to run the ball, uh, and they don't have to rely on big plays or rely on Josh Allen to carry. I, I think that's one of the most underrated things that um, – as fans to be to take notice of that the Bills and Aaron Cromer and, and the way and the balance that they use when they run the ball it has been fantastic and that's what in my opinion will will Josh Allen's going to be Josh Allen he's going to get his but having a running game you know we haven't been really able to say that outside of Josh Allen now we have balance and offense so that's going to bowl well for the playoffs it's going to bowl well for games like this I don't know what the weather's going to be like on Sunday but the fact that the Bills can be balanced, now you can be multiple. Now you can sprinkle in guys like Cole Beasley. Now, I know he missed a pass early in that in that Bengals game that, that he could have walked in for a touchdown. But mm-hmm. I feel like they will start to get their bearings back. Cole is going to get back, you know, to what he's able to do. And uh, I, I feel like, you know, the Bills can come out on top, you know. I feel like it'll be a 27-10 game or something like that. Uh, I'm not really worried about Mac Jones, to be, uh, to be honest. They don't have the receivers – um, to to really to to really make me worried, you know. Jacoby Myers is a decent receiver, right? But I feel like you know, I don't know if you guys noticed, but Trey has been playing for what he's coming off of. He's playing well, you know. It's not always perfect, but man, you got to give him the credit where credit is due. This dude's coming off an ACL. He's still trying to trust that knee again, but we're starting to see Trey around the ball. Like he always has been like his instincts Mm -hmm. haven't left. And so I think that's only going to improve, you know, and then you bring back Christian Benford now. Okay. So now Hamlin's gone. So maybe uh, 
Dean Marlowe. You can you can even sprinkle in Ben for that safety if you want to. I know that mm-hmm. he's kind of played there uh, in training camp, you know, to kind of get some looks there. So um, I'm excited about this. I feel like, you know, the Bills will come out and they'll win this game. And and I didn't even – and all that, I just said, you know, I, I, I told you as if nothing happened to DeMar Hamlin and there was no X factor in terms of them being motivated for this game. Now, you add that on top of it, I mean, the Bills could really put some points on these boys. Well, not only can they, they have, you know what I mean? Like we've already seen it. We saw it so much to the point where Bill Belichick said at the, in the post game presser, he said, well, there was no point for me. I, I didn't feel like it was beneficial for me to, to still run plays at that point. Mm-hmm. Like when have you ever seen Bill Belichick concede, like throw the white flag? He did that against the Bills because he just knew this 24-10 score could be a lot worse. The game is over. I don't even want to risk injury. Yeah. Like Bill Belichick said that about the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen. Come on, let, let's let's be real. And you mentioned the weather earlier. Um, I just looked it up on weather.com. It looks like it's going to be about 33 degrees, uh, four mile per hour winds. Um, you know, that's awesome. It's like a two percent chance of rain, so really not much of anything. Uh, and so for Buffalo in January, thirty-three degrees, man. That's you know, like that. That's a good day. That's that's a good Sunday. That's good football weather. For me, it's not. It's cold, but for Buffalo, that's football weather. And I tell you what, man. Look, Josh. We've seen Josh play, and and Sarah actually brings up a good point here too. She says, I remember how Josh played after his grandma passed. I feel the same type of energy with Demar. Josh is gonna go crazy, dude. You know, like, I feel like after certain moments like this, Josh comes out and he just I think he understands what he means to the city, what yeah. he means to the community and just in, in general, everybody. You know, like I, the way the guy, you know how they always joke, like, I got to find me somebody to waste Stefan Diggs. Look at Josh Allen. The entire team looks at Josh Allen that way. And and the entire city, the entire like, I, I just can't see it being, being any other way other than Josh Allen comes out and puts this team on his shoulders and says, okay, this is the year. And this is why like DeMar is why Kim Pagula is why I feel like it's quiet. Don't nobody talk about the fact that Kim Pagula had health issues or has, I don't, we we don't even have an update on that. People don't talk about Kim Pagula. That was an issue from the very, the the team owner has has a health concern early in the season. Now you got Murph out. You got, you know, all of this stuff that's happening. 44 people dying due to a blizzard. You got five kids dying yeah. in a fire. Like, the city needs a win. The city needs yeah. a win. And Josh is that dude, man. If if it's time to get a win, he's that dude to bring it. He's that dude to bring it. So, hey, I just say I just say good luck, man. I just say good luck to the Pats. I got some friends out there now. You know, I, I don't have to talk as much crap to the Patriots fans as I used to. Mm-hmm. Good luck, though. Good luck. Yeah, they're gonna feel that pressure. They're gonna feel that pressure, man. Watch the sun. Watch the sun come out on Sunday. It's gonna be beautiful. Hey, man, the boys. Hey, I wouldn't want to be New England coming in this game, man. Nah, man. Uh, I know they got some stuff to play for too. I mean, if they win, I, I think they're in. If they win, um, so it's gonna be a playoff atmosphere. And again, it goes back to Buffalo. How Buffalo rallies around these types of things, like that stadium is going to be absolutely bonkers it's gonna be like opening day again they're gonna mm-hmm. go crazy it's gonna be nuts so good luck i'm telling you good luck and then and my man pete here I'm, I'm going with what pete said he's talking about the lombardi right here he said if josh gets one he'll get another i'm telling you we got we got a dude that's gonna bring multiple and i'm not mr cleo i, I ain't you know i ain't a, a prophet none of that but i'm just telling you all I do now is watch and talk about football. And what we have in Josh Allen is the same thing. It's the same thing that New England had in Tom Brady. It's the mm-hmm. same thing. It's the same thing that Indy had in Peyton Manning. Yep. It's the same thing. Look, if if Andrew Luck wouldn't have retired, I believe he would have had a Super Bowl by now. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? When I was in Indianapolis, I lived there for about four and a half, five years. There was a buzz in the city just because Andrew Luck was there. Buffalo feels like that now, man. Like it's so different. And I just, I get it. There's a reason why a lot of people are still like a little nervous about certain games, just because the bills of yesteryear, you know, like there will be times when we would lose and it's like, they would disappoint us. This is not EJ Manuel's Buffalo bills. Shout out to EJ again, no diss to these dudes, but this is not the team that, you know, this isn't Tyrod Taylor. He took us to the playoffs, but 
this isn't Tyrod Taylor's Buffalo Bills. Right. This is Joshua Patrick Allen, and this dude, he is that dude. People keep saying, I'm him, I'm him. Josh is him. He's him. I've been ready to run through a wall all morning since DeMar, since, since I heard he was talking and stuff. So, I mean, like, I just, I'm on this whole hype thing tonight. I should probably download this clip, load this thing up to Twitter and get everybody hyped because I'm just ready, man. Like, put a wall in front of me and I'm running through that mug. It's happening. It's going to happen. Josh is that guy, you know, and, and I know the the whole MVP discussion has kind of died down for Josh's case and so forth. But okay. I'm telling you, I, I'd rather that because get the focus you need. Ain't nobody really expecting the Bills to do anything. You know, we hear people talk about how much, you know, adversity is too much adversity. I don't think it's too much adversity for Buffalo. I just think Buffalo is built different. I'm going to ask you this. Uh, Pops Mafia in the comments wants to know if Lewis or Johnson will get the start. And um, in your opinion, how would they do? Oh, man. It's tough. (laughs) It's tough. Yeah. Give me Johnson. You know, I really haven't been uh, impressed with Cam Lewis this year, man. I know he sucks. I know. Like, good dude, too, man. Um, Yeah. But, yo, I I, got to go with Johnson. Even though uh, Lewis is a better athlete, I would love to see Dean Marlowe. Like, seriously. Like, I don't know why we traded for him and he hasn't been uh, active. Put Dean Marlowe in there. He knows the system. I think Dean Marlowe gives you a better opportunity than both those guys, to be honest. And I don't know why he's not playing. He's not listed on the injury report. So what is it is the reason as to why Dean Marlowe is not active on game day. So, yeah, he was a healthy scratch this last game. Yeah, so – I think he's be- he's the better safety of the two. Can we get him, please? That'd be great. Uh, I would love to see Dean play. I was very excited when we traded for him from mm-hmm. Atlanta. Um, now, I know I-, I was excited, not because he was going to come in and be Micah Hyde. You know, we miss Micah. Like, right, right, right. <laughs> let's, let's be clear. We miss Micah Hyde. Um, but, but for me, I remember when he was on this roster before, and it wasn't often because – both Micah and Jordan were relatively healthy for their entire careers here. But when he had to come in, the Bills defense didn't miss a beat. You know what right. I mean? And so for me, it's like, look, even if it's just one step that we're missing, just a right. little bit, I would rather have Dean back there. But obviously the Buffalo Bills coaching staff sees something different. Leslie Frazier sees something different. Hopefully we can see Dean Marlowe in this in this week's this weekend's game and um but no, I, I'm 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 with you um, and with everybody in the comments. Pete, Sarah, everybody saying that they think Dean Marlowe would be the the um, the better choice here. And I, I had to joke with you real quick too, man. You so country, Dean. You saying it like you saying his name like like <laughs> like wine, Dean Marlowe. Like wait, what Dean? What Dean Marlowe? Is it's Marlowe, homie? Like it's okay. You, you, you so country. You. <laughs> <laughs> you call him Yada, y'all. Yeah, I mean, I. Hey, dog, it comes out every now and then, man. Dean Merlo. Hey, I'm from Chattanooga, dog. Like, I'm a I'm a country dude all the way. <laughs> I'm all the way country. I ain't gonna cap, but yeah, I, can, I can't I can't say that about it. People be talking about me out here. They was like, it's like, oh, you sound like you sound like you from New York, and I'm like, no, I don't. Like from Buffalo, we don't feel like we have. At least I don't. I don't feel like we have an accent. And they like, man, the way you say coffee, the way you say, like, it's a couple of things that they throw at me. And I'm like, you know what? Whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whatever. But all right. Uh, last game I want to talk about. So now there, there's obviously a chance that um, that Detroit won't. They'll be eliminated prior to their game. Um, there's a chance. How do you see this one shaking out against the the Green Bay Packers, man? The Green Bay Packers have come back. Like, they started the season off, and they looked absolutely horrendous. Some people feel like it was because of of Aaron Rodgers' thumb. He had a thumb injury. Some people feel like it was was a bunch of different things. I tell you what, last week they came out, and they shut down Justin Jefferson like they were saying they was going to do. I was like, I, w- I was like, come on, man. Don't talk stuff to Justin Jefferson like that. He going to eat. I was playing against him in fantasy. So I'm like, oh, my God, don't do it. He going to eat. Man, they actually did what they said they was going to do and shut that dude down. I was surprised. Like, Jair Alexander came in there. He was talking that talk like he was him. Man. And he put it on. Hey, we haven't seen somebody lock up Justin Jefferson like that, bro. Not never. Lock seen him it. up. And he and he was frustrated. You could see it, bruh. 
That was different. That was different. So like, so how do you, how confident do you feel about these these dudes? Oh, finish. I'm sorry. Finish what you're saying. No, no. So back back to what you the question you asked is, I don't know if Detroit's ready. I, I feel like you know the Packers being the veteran team, Aaron Rodgers at the helm. You know, I feel like because they're such a young and upcoming team, it's like you have to earn that. You know, and I don't know if they're there yet. You know, uh, Detroit average. You know, points per game wise. They're better than the Packers, 27 points per game, although they give up 25 points per game. You know, I feel like, uh, you know, they their run game is is decent, but it could be better. I just don't think they have the veteran leadership and the necessary positions to, to come out in this game and win. And this is a home game. It's in Lambeau. There's a certain magic about Lambeau prior to the postseason. Now, when they you get in the postseason, it's something – I'd always favorite the other team with the Packers, but I feel like, you know, nobody's really counted the Packers like and said, Oh my God, these, you know, no one's scared of the Packers. So I, I feel like they have all the momentum coming in, but I would love to see Detroit make the playoffs, man, because they haven't done so in, in a long time. So um, I, I think the Packers will come out on top in this game. Yeah. I think storyline, and I'm not, I'm not one of those conspiracy theorists that think that the league um, you know, is going to make something happen. Oh, yeah, but I think, nah. think storyline-wise, though, honest to God, I feel like the Packers being in the playoffs this year is a better story. Mm. Um, just Aaron Rodgers, you know, he loses Devontae Adams. They start the season off looking horrible. You know, he comes out, he gets better, and all of a sudden the team is picking up. Christian Watson looks like a superstar. I just, I just think it's a better – you know, you got Tom Brady barely making – it's only because that division was horrible, but you got yeah. Tom Brady in there. So you're basically going to be able to have the scenario of the old versus the new. Because AFC-wise, it's all young guys. Yeah. NFC-wise, you got that You got that mix of those, you know, like I said, you got Tom Brady going to be in there. You got uh, Aaron Rodgers, potentially, depending on how this weekend goes. And I just, I just think that that storyline is one that the NFL is going to want to push. Because as much as I think, I love the San Francisco 49ers, and I love the roster that they have. But I think without Jimmy G, uh, you know, I don't know how much I, I trust Brock. Like, I, I get it. He came through. He won some big games. And, you know, but when you got a defense like that, it's easy to do. I just feel like the playoffs is different, though. Yeah. And, and, and I could be wrong, but I just don't see Brock Purdy uh, going to the Super Bowl and, and winning the Super Bowl. So I, I do think. That's a lot as, to ask for a guy like him. That's a lot is. to ask. It's a, it's a whole lot to ask. And so with a defense – um, like that, I feel like the defense can can do so much, but in this season, I can just very, very, very much see it coming down to one of those veteran quarterbacks and and one of these newer quarterbacks, and it being. I would love to see a Josh Allen Tom Brady Super Bowl. You know, I, I would love to see that. Retire his ass. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Josh, yeah. retire that ass. That's what I want. He's talking about coming back to New England. Give him a reason to be scared to come back to New England. Tell him, tell him to hit the road. Try to go get Giselle back. He probably, she, I know she'd been creeping, whatever. But <laughs> she been retire creeping. is that? <laughs> retire him, bro. Like I'm, I'm so tired of Tom Brady. I love him. Actually, I like him since he's not a Patriot. But, but no, I'm just tired of him playing, man. Like go do something else. Go, go. I don't know. Go play golf. Yeah. Hey, look, man. Tom Brady, even though he's so damn old, dog. He, he's. He still got a whip on him for an arm, bro. Like I, 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 I watched the game against the Panthers. I did watch all twenty-two. I just was curious to see because I know Mike Evans popped off, so I kind of wanted to see how he was getting his, you know, getting open and stuff. But Brady still got it, man. That dude, he's still a good damn quarterback. You know, as much mm -hmm. as I, I like him now that he's gone from Tampa, and he's a Michigan man, so you know. But uh, I feel like it would be nice if the if if Tampa made it. There's really no clear favorite in the NFC. You know, I know there's a lot of talk about the Eagles, um, but I just I, I don't think they're there yet. We know the Cowboys can't, you know, they're going to fumble off. They're going to piss down their leg at the end of the day. Right. And, and the 49ers. Their defense would have to be legendary, in my opinion, for them to, to get to the Super Bowl. Their defense is good, but it's not legendary. It's not like, you know, uh, kind of like Trent Dilfer and, and those Ravens, you know, when they won their Super Bowl. So I feel like. Uh, it's anybody's guess who's going to represent the NFC. Um, and the Bucks could do it. They very well could do it. I don't think the the Vikings are going to do it. I, I just don't think they're going to do it. You know, how many, how many one score and close games can you have in a season? So 
We'll see, man. It, I think it'll be a very interesting to see who comes out from the NFC. I think it'll be a team that we don't expect. So, like you're, you know, like you say, it very well could be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. So, like I said, if if you if you were to if I was a betting man, which I am, I would I wouldn't mind putting some money on that being the matchup: Bills versus Buccaneers. You know, I, I could absolutely see that. I could even see it being to where they somehow figured out to where they have the matchup. And I figured, obviously, the playoffs are the playoffs. you got to win to move on. But even to have that Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers matchup in the playoffs again, you know, like, because they they have chapters and they want to, you know, make that a thing. So I could just see the storylines for that, you know, because they're going to, especially with the way the game was canceled, they're going to push the Bills and the the Bengals. So you want that Joe Burrow-Josh Allen matchup. You want that Patrick Mahomes-Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes-Joe Burrow matchup. The Bengals are – I mean, the, the, the Ravens are in the playoffs too. Hopefully, Lamar does come back and play. I think the AFC playoffs are stacked. You know, you got you got Justin Herbert in there. Oh, yeah. You got, you know, probably, potentially um, – Jacksonville. Why am I having a brain fart here? Um, what's his name? The pretty boy with the long hair. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. You got – potentially, you'll have him in the playoffs. So, you got all the young guys in the AFC – I, I could I could absolutely see Tom Brady and, and Aaron Rodgers making some noise this year in the playoffs, even though they haven't played as great as I expected. So, but yo, let's um get ready to pack it up and get on out of here. Is there anything you got? You you doing your show this weekend? Yeah, yeah, I'll be doing it on on Sunday, man. Uh, I can't wait, dude. And and just so FYI, as you know, the Bill season or the regular season is coming to an end. It's draft time, bro. It is draft time, and I've already been working on prospects. And I'm excited to share that with everybody here at uh, Buffalo Rumbling. So uh, this is my favorite time of the year that's coming up, man. Mm-hmm. I know we're still in the playoff push, and and I, you know, for one, want the Bills to win the Super Bowl. But when it comes for the offseason, buddy, it's on. It's popping. Man, you excited? Here. You ready for the Senior Bowl? I already know. Like you, you don't even <laughs> like. I get it. You ready for the Super Bowl? You excited? But like, you ready for that Senior Bowl? You ready to do your scouting thing? You went to school for that? Talk a little bit about that. Just I don't. Th- I don't feel like everybody kind of knows your background. So you, you actually um, went to Scout Academy or is a Scout school? I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the and if, it, it's the Scouting Academy, and basically, it's a deep dive into every position. You get a a really good glimpse of how NFL teams uh, look at personnel, um, how they view these players, uh, and they teach you to view it from the lens of NFL personnel. That's what they teach you. You know, what Mm -hmm. what to look for when you go scout these players, you know, Uh, not you know, it's not they just talk about 40 times and stuff like that. No, you really get into the minutia of every uh, position on the field. And then, you know, you're talk, you're hearing from guys like Lewis Riddick. I mean, these are, you know, uh, these are guys that, that have been successful in, in NFL front offices and they're just giving you knowledge. It's, it's just it's unreal. I mean, you really can't put a price on that. You know, so if anybody is interested, I mean, go invest in yourself. You know, it costs like not not a thousand. It'll cost you a thousand bucks, but uh, per semester or per year. But it's worth it. Every penny, bro. So I've done that for a few years. And uh, to tell you that, you know, I really do look at the game differently, you know, uh, now, you know, I'm not I'm still a fan and and whatever, but it really has opened my eyes up to really look at the, the game a lot differently. So it was definitely worth my time. Well, I appreciate you. You know, I use you as a resource plenty of times when, you know, I know how you look at the game a little differently than I do. So there's a bunch of times when I'm shooting you those texts. That's why it's like, hey, <laughs> what do you? What about this? Um, and before we get out of here, Buff Hub, shout out to Buff Hub. If y'all, if y'all um, don't listen to the podcast and y'all only do the vidcast, please go to the Buffalo Rumblings podcast site yes, on Apple on apple music or on spotify and listen to buff hub man and listen to like we there's so many good podcasts um that buffalo rumblings offers like it's it's just insane but um last thing and then we'll get out of here he said that bills desperately need a solid draft for the secondary injuries are assigned a sign it's time to move on i feel like injuries are not i feel like the draft first or second round we're gonna see a safety at least that's just the way i see it because you could tell they're not bringing jordan back unfortunately you know like to my disdain, I'm right. not happy about that Buffalo. I am not happy about that Buffalo. I'm I'm shaking the finger, and I'm shaking shaking the the, the the church finger on you. But they're not bringing him back. Micah 
he's back next year, but we don't know how he's going to be after that neck injury. It's the same or it's a similar type of injury that, that kept Aaron Williams out for the rest of his career. Um, what do you, what do you see or, or give us a couple guys to look for, for, for all the people that's not the college scouts or, or looking into it. Who are you looking at when it comes to safeties uh, for this year's upcoming draft? No, let me pull up my notes. Since you put me on the spot. Um, I just kind of finished looking at uh, some safeties um, mm-hmm. So if you give me a second, I'll pull up my spreadsheet um, and I'll, I'll tell you who I'm kind of looking at. Uh, I'm going to tell you year. what, that means Sterling ain't real. He ain't about that. If oh, he was really here we go. that scout life, he'd be able to just say it when I call it. Like, hey, who's the safety? Who's the top three safeties? He, he can't even do it. Hey, man. I'm going to tell you. Man, it, it's a <laughs> dog. It's a lot, dude. I know. I'm just I'm just messing, <laughs> I'm messing with you because I ain't on it at all. So I, ain't, I can't talk nothing. Hey, man, it's a. Uh... Dude, it's a, it's a lot, and you know what? It's like it's like every week it gets uh, there. There's just so much. There's so because you, you're looking at every position, not just you know, not just quarterback or, or stuff like that. Um, so Antonio Johnson out of Texas A&M is a guy that we should keep an eye on. I feel like um, he's, I think he played really well in a in a, in a Sean McDermott defense. Um, so yeah, Texas A&M, he's a junior. He's, he's, he's going to go for the draft. He's six foot three is what I like about him. I feel like, um, you know, the bills do like their, their bigger, uh, defensive players in the backfield like that. Um, another guy that I think we should keep an eye on now. Um, I would say a guy like Christian Gonzalez, he, he's not, he's a cornerback. I, I still feel like the bills could use some, some more depth at cornerback as a guy, Devin Witherspoon. Now, any of the guys that from are from Illinois, they're all ballers from the secondary, dog. Like they got they got a couple guys that are that are that are standouts. Um, so that's my top safety. Then you gotta go look at you gotta go look at Alabama, Jordan Battle. They got two safeties that are pretty damn good that that we should pay attention to. Um, and you know, they they really didn't because Alabama was down this year, you really haven't heard a lot about Jordan mm-hmm. Battle. Uh, but he's a guy that that I've been really high on. Um, I, I feel like you can – I feel like the Bills can get a guy in the, a safety probably around two to three. I think that's when we're, we should expect the Bills to, to call the name of a safety. I still feel like round one, the Bills should be looking at wide receiver. They need to yeah. be looking at wide receiver round one. Um, yes. Yeah, so you're, you're going to hear a lot. You're going to hear me talking about wide receiver a lot uh, coming into this draft because I feel like the Bills need it. Um, and, and wide receiver one, in my opinion, is uh, Quentin Johnson from TCU. Uh, you know, him and Jordan Addison are, are really, really good receivers. And then I would say uh, Jackson Smith and Jibba from Ohio State, who really didn't play this year. Those are my top three receivers uh, on my rankings. So uh, I'm telling you, dude, this is, this is going to be a fun draft. But wide receivers, it. Quentin Johnson, if you guys haven't, and I'm a Michigan fan, so, and that, what they did to us was not okay. But if you, if you have some time, you know, go 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 look at Quentin Johnson because he he's legit, bro. He's he's a. I want homie from Ohio State. I know it's not his year. I know it's not his year. I want homie from Ohio State. Marvin Whatever Harrison doing, Jr. is yo, unreal. I don't care if y'all got to package a couple firsts to go up and get them. Could you imagine Stefan Diggs and can you? Are you kidding me? Listen, dog. Come on, dog. Marvin Harrison Jr. is six foot four. Uh, I believe he's going to run somewhere. Late four four speed, uh, but what he's what he's uh, and I know Allie, look, Allie, yeah, that's, uh, that's yeah, guy. yeah, I know he, <laughs> we, we, we know he's a sophomore. I'm just we, clapping, we're talking about next year, okay, okay, we're talking about next year, but Marvin Harrison Jr. is the best receiver in college football right now as a sophomore. The dude's hands are unreal, he unreal. he catches everything, he his route running for a six foot four guy is. Is he's so polished, bro? I mean, Ooh. obviously, his dad. Look who taught him. It's Marvin Harrison Senior, yeah. bro. Like he, this dude is like he's, bro. He is Marvin Harrison with more athleticism. But see, this is this is, and this is what again. I'm sure every fan base is gonna have the same argument for it. Honestly, a team like Justin Field, you know, a team like Chicago could really help their quarterback with a receiver like that. But when I think about Marvin Harrison and I think about Peyton Manning, the reason why Marvin Harrison is a hall of fame wide receiver is because he was paired with a hall of fame quarterback. 
dude, get a quarterback like Josh Allen and just go ahead and do it, man. Like, like Bills, just don't do what don't don't do what Green Bay has done to Aaron Rodgers. Don't right. do that. Like Green Bay feels like, oh, we got Aaron Rodgers. We could draft a dude in the third round and he can make nothing out of something. Now, Devontae Adams is that dude. I'm not saying that he wasn't that dude, but he developed into that dude. He yeah. like because clearly he wasn't drafted third overall. Buffalo Bills, go and get the guy, man. Go and get the guy. Look, we already in overtime. Let's get on out of here. You got anything you want to say to end the show off, man? Yeah, uh, listen, man. Uh, th- th- I- I'm going to leave you with two wide receivers to go check out. Zay Flowers from Boston College is a guy that I feel like is a very billsy type of player. And then Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee, very reminiscent of uh, Gabriel Davis. They kind of same, same head coach, uh, a lot of the same ball skills, long strider, can can they like to you know press the seams deep? Uh, so those are two guys I would say take a look at if you're really uh, interested in, in checking out some Bills potential Bills draft picks. I, those are two guys that I would say are are you know almost sure bets to be Buffalo Bills that have what, the best what, chances. What round talent? You know, like those are those are second uh, second between second and fourth round. I think those guys. Yeah, I don't want to look at them. I don't well, want to look at them. Hold on, though. I want to look on. at first round. I don't want to look at them. I know I you don't. First round draft. I, I gave you the first rounders. Now I'm gonna tell you what Brandon Bean's gonna do. Now he's Man. Brandon Bean's gonna draft a lineman, offensive line, defensive line. Sick. That's what he's gonna he do. I'm gonna tell you right sick. now. But I, Sterls for the girls wants them to draft a wide receiver round one, and I say trade up for one. Damn it. But, uh, I love you, Brandon Bean, but you make <laughs> me sick. <laughs> I love Brandon Bean so much. But man, go and get a guy. Like just, just do it, just do it. But and, and lastly, <sighs> you know, I just want to tell Allie, go blue. That's all I want to tell her. That's all she needs to hear. <laughs> <laughs> you and Allie, the way y'all go back, it's it's one of the funniest. Thing. I love it though. It's it's one of the funniest things. Hey, next year. So this year, I said I was rooting for LSU for no real reason. I just went LSU. My dog Dion is out in Colorado down the street from you. Yes, sir. I am a Buffalo. I'm a Buffalo in college and I'm a Buffalo in the NFL. Let's get it. Let's get dog. it. I'm riding with Colorado next year. That's how it's at. I will too. And I'll be going to some of the home games. I'm just telling you right now, I will be there because oh. I, I want to support him so much. We flying out. I'm, I'm out there. It's happening. Next year, I'm going to be in, get, get the pull out for me or the mattress. Pause. Get the, the mattress Any or whatever. Anytime. I got you. I got Let's get you. It. So, all right, look, I appreciate everybody kicking it with us. Um, like I said, it's been, a, it's been a long, rough week, but now things are looking up so we can celebrate and talk about some football. Um, just remember, I say it on the Code of Conduct. I'm going to say it again tonight. Y'all love each other. Take care of each other and live in peace. And as always, stay positive. Test negative. Go Bills. Go Bills. to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.